Hey lovely people, Spectacular Slovak here will take you to the splendid High Tatras this week. That's why we are here, to help you discover the country from all angles possible. And it's time for a little bit of travel. My name's Peter and I'll be joined by Lubomeki from Hiking.sk. He is a true expert when it comes to Slovak mountain ranges, summits and so on. There is also on the very other side of uh, High Tatras the Krivan. It's like a national peak of Slovakia. It's a long uh, hike. From my point of view, it's like, okay, everybody goes there, but... Um, no, you one time one time is enough. Before we climb up the Tatras, though, let me tell you about the amazing spectacular Slovakia travel guides, which are indeed a great companion on your travels around the country. Every time I open any of them, I learn new things about the country. And I'm Slovak, so go to shop.spectator.sk to pick your favorite one. I'm sure you can find the right one for you. And now, as I don't want to keep you waiting, let's get on with this show. Haluba, how are you? Hi, I'm fine. So are you ready to tell us a bit more about the High Tatras? Yeah, sure. Well, my visits to the High Tatras are really rare. So tell me, what is the best time to go there? Best time to go there is uh, probably like now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right uh, now, well, uh, we can't because uh, we're sitting here. <laughs> I mean, October is uh, um, September and October is uh, is very nice. Uh, to visit uh, High Tatras because uh, it's already off season. Mm -hmm. You don't really want to visit High Tatras uh, during uh, uh, summer vacation time because it's because very it's crowded. Very crowded. Like definition of crowded in mountains is High Tatras in during the summer. So you you just don't want to do that. Okay, so September October, and I suppose that we should start very early our hiking tour, right? Well, in October um, we already have a lot of uh, dark, so mm -hmm. so maybe the start should be at dusk, meaning about uh, half past six, seven at most to okay. to start to make use of uh, of the uh, daylight that we uh, that we get and uh, plan to return by four. So you have like two hours if, if something happens. For one part, uh, it is not allowed to uh, to be on uh, hiking trails in uh, Tatra National Park uh, if uh, it's dark. And, oh. uh, and the second one is that uh, it's um, it can be dangerous, and uh, you should anyways take uh, your headlamp with you because the days are shorter. And if something happens uh, up there, and you you will be returning about at seven, you, you, it will be already during dark hours. Given the dark days in September and October, and also the fact that I'm not that experienced, and I suppose many foreigners are not experienced as well. So what would you, or where would you take us? What would you recommend to us? Where should we go in the High Tatras? Very nice during these days, and generally are uh, mountain huts in uh, uh, High Tatras. There are a lot of them, and uh, they are usually up in uh, the... Uh, alpine uh, uh, meadows uh, parts of uh, of the hills so it's ver a very nice destination is also very good uh, if um, weather changes so you can hide there if uh, it starts raining mm -hmm. uh, if something happens the uh, help is not far away and uh, anyways it's a nice place to have a beer but the Tatras can be real dangerous as you said uh, and if I'm not that experienced uh, what is good to remember when I go to the High Tatras? 
first uh, plan your trip uh, before the trip. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of uh, um, like signposts and uh, crossroads and a lot of information on the mm-hmm. trail. It's not like that you uh, you would get lost in woods or something, but uh, uh, it's a very nice thing to uh, to plan uh, in advance because on the uh, signposts you will find uh, some kind of uh, information of time that it's supposed to take, but... Um, You know, every hiker is different. Uh, someone uh, hikes um, faster, slower, faster, slower and uh, uh, if there is a one hour on the signpost, you you can make it in 45 minutes. You can make it in one and a half hour. You don't know, so it's a good uh, good thing to open some kind of uh, online map or or buy a hiking map uh, in Tatras and plan your trip the night before and uh, and just make sure that you are not cutting the edge like uh, you have uh, eight hours don't plan an eight hours hike because uh, you won't have time for anything else and um, it's good to plan to, like shorter so so you can enjoy the views and uh, have some stopovers and for taking pictures mm-hmm. and uh, just uh, just relaxing in the mountains all right so let's talk about those mountain huts Well, yes, it does so many, but let's just pick three. Okay. Yeah, so which ones should we go to? I think I would recommend the most the Hata Prizelanom Plesa. It's a hut next to a green lake. Mm-hmm. Is uh, it a green lake, actually? Yeah, it is. All right. It's very, very beautiful. That's and all I it, need to know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's surrounded by very high rock walls. Mm-hmm. There is actually the highest rock wall in High Tatras. It's the north wall of uh, Mali Kežmarski Štít. And this is the place where the history of uh, Slovak mount, uh, mountain climbing uh, has been made. So it, this is the very location where mountaineers are getting ready for, uh, for Himalayas and uh, everything so this is the mecca of uh, <laughs> Slovak mountaineering right. uh, and the good thing about this hut is uh, it's not hard hike it's probably quite long but uh, it's not a lot of uh, so it's not steep or... no it's not it's not steep the hiking trail is is, uh, is wide and uh, it doesn't climb very much it's uh, it's good for beginners it's it's no problem uh, you just have to make sure to start early so you have enough time and also it's a good thing to plan to come to uh, the hut before noon because during the noon uh, the most people uh, come here to have a lunch or something and, and then you would uh, find yourself waiting in the line it's a good thing to arrive by 11 let's say you buy your food your beer and you you can uh, sit just next to the green lake and uh, if it's sunny just uh, just enjoys the vistas well it's allegedly one of the most beautiful lakes in the tetras is it true yeah <laughs> yeah Uh, it it is true and it is it is nice to be next to it because of those uh, high walls around and it's also okay. nice to hike uh, from this hut to Skalnate Pleso where there's a cable car going down to Transkalomnica and on uh, this route on this uh, hiking trail you can see the lake from the birds perspective mm-hmm. it's uh, also uh, very nice uh, to look at uh, from distance so i think this is one, one of the best places to go if uh, you would like to see something really nice and you're not that uh, experienced hiker or you prefer not to uh, have a hard uh, hike day. 
But so when I go to uh, this mountain hut near the Green Lake, uh, where should I start? Is it because you mentioned Tatranska Lomnica? That's the place where I start, or no? Um, the place where you start is called uh, Kežmarska Biela Voda. You can uh, get there by bus from uh, Tatranska Lomnica. It's a village, or it's a place. It's a <laughs> It's a place. It, there, there's a big uh, parking lot because okay. a lot of people come uh, to the trailhead uh, by car. Again, I need a car. You don't need a car here. Uh, and actually, it's a better thing not to have car here. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you stay in, in a hotel in uh, Tatras, park your car there and you can use uh, public transportation because there is a lot of public transportation. There is the tram, but the tram doesn't go as far as uh, trailhead that we are speaking of. You have to change from the tram for a bus, but the bus are like every hour. All right. When you come up to this mountain hut, it's uh, it's not really for free, right? If you want to stay there for for one night. Oh well, uh, if you would like to to stay there, is uh, is um, comparable to bed and breakfast. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it's not like a hotel, and it's better uh, than than a shelter, and it's got uh, regular stuff there. There is uh, there is a kitchen. They cook uh, regular meals there is uh, you can buy um, like uh, three or four types of beer there i mean it's pretty developed <laughs> and let's now move on to another one the second one that i would recommend uh, is hata um, podrismi because that's uh, like the most iconic uh, hut in uh, slovakia because it's uh, also the um, highest uh, located it's uh, 2240 meters above sea level and is uh, just beneath uh, the saddle of Váha, which uh, is the last saddle before you climb up to peak Risi, one of uh, the highest peaks in uh, High Tetras. It's uh, 2,500 meters uh, high approximately, and at the same time is the highest peak of uh, Poland, because it is located uh, on uh, on the very border uh, of our countries. So, uh, so it's a nice destination but uh, these high um, high alpine uh, hikes are closed during the winter time because of uh, nature preserve uh, purposes mm-hmm. and it is uh, it is open just to the end of october and then it opens in the middle of uh, june so october is a nice uh, time to to visit but uh, make sure to watch the uh, weather forecast because uh, it is not rare that uh, it snows in this season already. Mm-hmm. So Bachata Podrismi, which is a mountain hut uh, below Risi, this one is closed from the 1st from, of November. From 1st of November. But the previous one, Chata Prizonum Plese, that one is open all year long. All year long. Actually, all mountain huts in uh, uh, High Tatras are open all year long, but uh, the only one closed is Chata uh, Podrismi. Mm-hmm. I actually read that this one, Chata uh, Podrismi, it's the youngest one, actually. But when As I say... a point of view, <laughs> because it was, uh, it was rebuilt... Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, it changed a little bit. Uh, well, I read uh, it, it was built in 1933, which is still like when I say young, well, the point of view. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, but I also read that it it has been damaged by avalanches. Yeah, but many because times. the the, um, uh, the location is um, not that good for a hut because it's just uh, in um, the lower part of uh, avalanche uh, trajectories, and uh, there is uh, every other winter mm-hmm. an avalanche uh, goes sometimes all the way to the hut. But there have been plans for moving the hut into a safer location but uh, hasn't happened yet uh, and it's not gonna happen <laughs> ever uh, because uh, when they were rebuilding it they wanted to move it but uh, government did not allow it in high tetris to move this hut from that point to another but the but the hut has a shape and uh, and also has a concrete uh, shield uh, at the up part so it is thought that it should uh, withstand uh, uh, medium avalanches so it shouldn't destroy it anymore mm. hopefully <laughs> but uh, it would be actually way safer if if it was in a different location but it has been rebuilt here it is the most modern uh, mountain hunt in Slovakia now Mm-hmm. So you stay there. Yeah. How does it work when I want to stay there? Do I have to call and make a reservation? Yeah. Or reservations are needed in all uh, mountain huts because they mm-hmm. don't have enough uh, room. Yeah, um, like this one, I think fourteen beds. Yeah, which is a very small uh, mountain it, hut. It's a it's a small hut. mountain hut. It's not that easy to uh, to book uh, accommodation there, mm. and uh, it's because of a nature preserve. When the hut was uh, rebuilt, they did not uh, allow it to have a higher accommodation uh, room because uh, more people, more pollution, and stuff like that. So uh, it's like this. And usually, this hut is also not that good for staying there during the because uh, I mean you don't have anything to do there afterwards because uh, it, yeah that's actually what I read that they don't have any electricity there yeah they, <laughs> no they, Wi-Fi no, no Wi-Fi <laughs> and you can't pay by uh, with a credit card so no no uh, but, you you can't you can't pay by credit card in any of uh, Tetris uh, mountain huts so just just make sure to carry cash because you will be without beer but what they write on the website is that they've got a piano and a guitar so. <laughs> Yeah. So they can have some fun there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a nice place, but uh, it's not like uh, you go there, you stay there, and every day you do some other hike because mm. you, from from that hut you go just uh, to Risi yeah. or down to the valley. So it is not a good place to stay. On the other hand, the hut I have spoken before, it's uh, is a nice place to stay for more days because you have uh, a lot of uh, places to go there from. The Green Lake. The Green Lake. Okay. Yeah. And the third one, that one is called Zbojnická chata. Yeah, the Zbojnická chata, it's uh, in uh, Velka Studena Dolina. That means uh, big cold valley. It's one of the longest uh, valleys in uh, Tetras. And uh, this hut is also quite small mm-hmm. uh, and is a very nice destination the whole year round because it's uh, it's open. But if it's a lot of uh, snow, it's more like a destination for skiers, mm-hmm. ski mountaineering or ski touring because there are no lifts there. You have to skin up by yourself. But it is a, a nice destination. The upper part of this valley is very, very wide and open. And there are a lot of uh, lakes there. 
Yeah, like 26. Yeah, it is nice to walk around there. So it's not that uh, hard hike up there, but you can stay the whole day just uh, for doing stuff around. If you are interested in mountaineering, this hut is also a very good place to stay for for like a week or so mm-hmm. because there are lots of uh, routes for uh, for mountaineers all around. So um, it's actually surrounded by a number of summits like Slavkovsky. Yeah, Slavkovsky so, yeah. is on, on on one side, and there is the Yavorovištid and Svištovištid and Bradavica and the Vechovna Visoka, <laughs> and we can go on and on and on and on and on every of this peak. There are mountaineer routes. But uh, that's for really advanced uh, mountaineers because uh, there are no belay points there and you have to carry all your gear and uh, uh, make your own way up and uh, it's, uh, it's not some kind of um, easy mountaineering. So. Mm-hmm. And you said that you can either cook or you can get uh, meals cooked there. So how are they like supplied with food? Depends. The Hatapri Zelenom Plesa, the first one I uh, spoke of, is supplied by ATVs and uh, snow machines during the winter. And that's why it is very well supplied, a lot of uh, kinds of beers and a lot of uh, foods and, and everything. But uh, all other ones I spoke of are supplied by mountain porters. Mm-hmm. So they carry it on their backs because uh, mountain huts are uh, able to book just a couple helicopter rides for their uh, supplies before um, the season starts. So it's not like in uh, Alps where all supplies are taken in by uh, helicopters. People are uh, carrying in on their back and there are usually these porters are also uh, mountaineers and uh, for them it is uh, they're able to work in the mountains they love and also are getting ready for their um, Himalaya trips for example. And there are also mountain porters that are doing this job uh, for the whole life. You can even uh, Uh, meet a porter that is like 60 years old and and wow. is and is and is carrying like hundreds of kilos on his back. Well, he could <laughs> carry me. <laughs> I wouldn't have to walk. And tell me like and this is a really important question. How about toilets? Toilets. Is it inside? Is it outside? Is there any toilet? Well, it depends. <laughs> uh In Hata Prizelanom Plesa, it's the normal kind of All toilets right. uh, that you're used to with Thanks the God. with the water flushing mechanism. Okay, Hata Podrismi. Hata uh, Podrismi has an outhouse, and the outhouse right. is uh, probably the most spectacular outhouse in Slovakia because of the view. Because of the view, <laughs> it is uh, located uh, 100 or 150 meters off uh, of the hut uh-huh. uh, in a very steep uh, terrain. It has a terrace, mm-hmm. uh, and wow. uh, and it's overviewing uh, Mengusovska uh, Dolina. Uh, that's a valley. Yeah, that's a valley. Furnace. It is uh, turned uh, in such a way that it is no problem to have your door open while sitting there. <laughs> so it's uh, probably the most spectacular uh, outhouse that uh, you might find yourself in. 
And a similar situation um, occurs at Zbojnická chata. In Zbojnická chata is not that spectacular, but it's, a, it's still an outhouse. Uh, it's still an outhouse, a bigger one, and uh, and that one is not that spectacular. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't have a view, and but it's uh, located uh, close to the hut, so it's uh, not that you have to like uh, dress all up as in chata uh, podrismi if you are staying there during the night. And we haven't translated Zbonitska Chata yet. So Zbonitska is like bandits. Burg- or burglars hat. <laughs> burglars burglars hat. Okay. Does it have to do anything with burglars or bandits outlaws at all? I don't actually know. High Tatras have a long uh, history of uh, smuggling uh, between Slovakia and uh, Poland. Mm. So let's just not talk about that. <laughs> Okay, so mountain huts, that's something for everyone, but most importantly for the unexperienced uh, hikers like myself. But then uh, let's just briefly talk about saddles and picks, because that's something for more advanced hikers, more experienced ones, right? I would say not maybe according to the experience, but a- according uh, to how hard uh, uh, the hike uh, you are willing okay. to take. What saddles or picks would you recommend? The most uh, visited is a Priečne Sedlo. Mm-hmm. That's between uh, two huts. One is uh, Terio Chata and second one is the Zbojnicka Chata. Which we already mentioned. Uh, yeah. one is, uh, first one is in a small cold valley, Mala Studena Dolina. Mm-hmm. And uh, you go to Zbojnicka Chata and that's in the big cold uh, valley, Velka Studena Dolina. During this hike you have two huts and this is very popular in high season. I would not uh, recommend this hike, but if uh, you get to Tetras off-season and off a weekend, Priečne Sedlo can be a nice uh, uh, nice hike. So you mean September and October? September and October, <laughs> like now. <laughs> And because uh, then it's closed. Yeah, the, the, after the first of November, it's uh, it's closed. Uh, but if uh, uh, if I personally recommend another one, that's uh, not the Priečne Sedlo, but Sedlo uh, Prielom, and um, the hike takes you from Zbojnicka Chata to other side to Sedlo uh, Prielom, and then you actually pass uh, from the southern slopes of uh, Tatras to the northern, and you just uh, then hike a little bit down. There are a lot of uh, chains there that uh, that help you with uh, this, but it is not that exposed as Priečne uh, Sedlo. I mean, uh, it's not that deep underneath uh, you, so you won't be that afraid of uh, falling down or something. Thing. These chains uh, and steps uh, are there only to help you with uh, the passage. Then uh, you are all overlooking a nice, uh, nice uh, lake that's called Frozen Lake. Okay, and, is it frozen? Um, during the summertime, it's not frozen. <laughs> But uh, if you go there at the beginning of uh, June, it would be partially frozen. Okay. And then you just hike down just a little bit and then you go again up to another saddle that's uh, wider and easier and it's called uh, Polski Hrebeň, Polish Ridge. Mm-hmm. And then you change uh, the valley and you go down again to the south using uh, uh, Velitska Valley. 
and uh, what I like personally about the hiking through uh, these saddles is that you hike up uh, one valley and then hike down another one because if you go up to a peak in high tetras you usually use the very same valley for hiking up and hiking down so that's the difference between a, a saddle and yeah, a peak yeah yeah even for more experienced hikers i personally recommend the saddles mm-hmm. but still can you give us some examples of peaks that are worth visiting yeah Let's say Jahňací uh, štít. Okay. Uh, that's a peak that's towering above uh, the Zelené pleso. Okay. Uh, where, where is the hut uh, mm-hmm. we spoke uh, in the beginning. Yeah. This is a very nice uh, destination. It doesn't belong to the highest peaks of uh, Tetras, so it's not uh, such a big um, elevation difference. Then there is also on the very other side of uh, High Tetras the Kriváň. It's like a national peak of Slovakia. It's a long uh, hike. From my point of view, it's like, okay, everybody goes there, but um, no, you one, time, <laughs> one time is enough. <laughs> okay. And how about, because uh, Slovakia's highest peak, that's Gerlach. Yeah, right? Gerlachovský štít, yeah. I suppose people can't go up. If you're a mountaineer, you, you can. Uh, so I, 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 and you have to use... Uh, at least uh, the difficulty level of three of uh, the international scale. So the you must be registered as You have to be um, uh, registered as mountaineer in any kind of national um, association for mountaineers or you can book a guide and uh, he will take you via easier route up uh, up there it's uh, it's not more difficult than prechna sedlo but it's a uh, longer way longer um hike and uh, the mountain guide uh, also takes care um, of your safety and uh, also uh, there is a regulation of how many um uh, how many climbs during a day are allowed and stuff wow. like that i guess i'll just prefer this time Mountain Hearts. But thank you, Luba, for coming on the podcast and for sharing your experience related to the Haida Trust. Thank you. So it seems like we are at the end of this week's episode. We just gave you some tips for your trip in the Haida Trust. I hope you like them and find them interesting enough to visit at least one of the Mountain Hearts. On the way there, you can listen to spectacular Slovakia episodes. You can find them on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts and Spectator.sk. Thank you so much for listening, dear listeners. See you next week.